Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. If you're thinking about getting a dog this uh, this year, and there's a vet who's listed uh, the five neediest dog breeds. Now, of course, all pets need lots of attention and lots right. of love and all that stuff. But that, Oh, yeah, that. Some of them are a little more expensive to maintain than others. For example, top of the list is the French Bulldog. They tend to have neck, knee, and back problems, heart issues. Mm. Since they have that flat snout, they usually have breathing problems. They also require special grooming products or food to keep their skin in good condition. So. They look either incredibly cute yeah. or incredibly odd. And yeah. I, I'm and I, yeah, I've I've had friends who've gone through issues with them. And it really is, it's heartbreaking because, mm. you know, you bring this pet into your home and it doesn't last very long. No, and they look like they're constantly struggling with their breathing. And the ch- uh, the Chihuahua, they're sassy and confident, but they're also prone to heart and eye disease. Okay. A lab, a Labrador retriever, they have endless energy and get into things. They're prone to issues with their paws and knee joints. Yes, we know of the Labrador retriever getting into things because Dega, it's two dogs, got right into our pants. <laughs> So, yeah, as you walk in the door. Funny though, because those are you know one of the most popular breeds in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean now he's uh, they've only got the one, and she's you know quite a few years older now. So mm-hmm. she doesn't bound India the way they once did. Yeah, oh, my goodness. I, yeah, I, I almost got a vasectomy just saying hello. Yeah, it, it was so weird too because they come right at you and then just walk away. Yeah, it's over. The Great Dane. They require a lot of food and are prone to cancers and heart disease. Yeah, they don't have their, a don't have a long life expectancy. They don't. Bigger dogs don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, supposedly. I I, I I always thought they'd outlive uh, smaller dogs, but and uh, and they need their nails trimmed regularly. That's the Great Dane. All right. And the Dachshund. Uh, they have the Napoleon complex, meaning they're aggressive to compensate for their small size. But that's true of almost all small dogs. Very much so. Coops the same way. Uh, they also require exercise to avoid being overweight and are prone to uh, disc disease in their backs. Oy. Yeah. Get yourself a ferret. <laughs> Ferret's a lovely pet. What's wrong with a ferret? Um, people were talking about uh, personality traits that they have, that they believe they have, that are similar to their pets. Okay. So here's some of the answers. Dog owners believe they're very similar to their dog because they both like long walks. Mm, I don't know about that. Going on hikes. Going I like naps. <laughs> <laughs> so does Coop. Going on car rides. Right. This, this is... But this is all dogs. Yeah, it's true. not like your dog's the, oh, what? Your dog likes a walk? I've never heard of that before. That's so rare. He likes to go outside. So why? Strange. Spending time at the beach. Has your dog said that to you? Uh, no. I want to go to the beach? No, and I don't think it might as one to do that. But I have seen uh, dogs that, that just will spend the whole day in the water. Yeah. And there are some that are just prone to it and some that aren't. A love of peanut butter. Again, show me a dog that doesn't love peanut butter. I don't know. It's so strange, Dr. Vetman. He loves, just like me, he loves peanut butter. We're meant to be. I left the jar out and he just went to town. So strange. I don't know. He likes to eat. Isn't that weird? I mean, I like to eat. So odd that my dog, we must be like twins. We're soulmates. We both like Harvey's. It's crazy. Yeah. We both enjoy treats again. Right. Every 
animal on the planet likes treats. <laughs> Not very often they say no. This isn't just you and your dog. <laughs> it's crazy. We both love Doritos. It's really weird. Oh, my God. People, you're crazy. <laughs> you're really insane. I mean, there are instances where your dog presents a, a, a trait that you look at and go, wow, it's either... That's really like, you know, he's really a member of our family or he's just really smart. I think that you've just convinced yourself into that. You want to believe it's mm. a dog. Their <laughs> brain is like a pebble. They're not that they have moments. They, but but they're they're not it's not that all bright. the time, but there are there are moments where you look at. It. No. And there there are stories of dogs who like, you know, find their way home or uh, or dogs who, you know, after their owners pass, like sit on their grave. There, yes, there's there's always those moments, right? But so many of us who just have a rescue <laughs> own this thing for six weeks and believe somehow your soulmates are candles. It's grateful. That's what they believe. <laughs> you know, it's it, if if there was something on this list, like something so unique that could only be. Something about your personality. Right. I, and off the top of my head, I can't pull anything out of my arse right now. Uh-huh. But this is all so generic and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he likes walks and treats. Uh, it is. Well, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. The, the, this list is brutal. But yeah. there are instances. Very few. <laughs> they eat their own poop and lick their own sack. <laughs> Oh, wait, there's something my dog and I have in common. There was discussion online about uh, any food items that you cook wrong on purpose. And people shared some things like uh, mac and cheese. Someone said that milk is completely unnecessary. They only add the butter, so it's a uh, a lot less runny. Okay. And I know that, you know, back when, when I was first learning how to cook anything, when I was like 13 or 14, mac and cheese was like a go to and a staple. It still is. I eat it a lot more than I like to admit, but mm. um, I remember when I first used to make it, and I'd follow the directions completely, and it would turn into a bit of a sloppy, watery, kind of soupy mess. Right. So I, I tend to agree with this. Now, I might still put in a splash of milk, but I think it called for like a quarter cup or a half a cup or something with every box of mac and cheese. You know what I can think of is uh, the, the old El Paso taco kit. When I do that up, because mm. uh, it comes with a, like a couple of uh, packages of the the seasoning, right. uh, like the wet seasoning, and it comes with like a dry seasoning too, which I think is supposed to go into the sour cream, and it makes it into um like a taco really? mix. Yeah, I've always just dumped it into the meat. So do I, but huh. I think if you read the directions, I'll have to check that out now. That's interesting. Because mm-hmm. then it makes it like a spicy dip of some yes. sort. Huh. That's interesting. I have taken to, um, when I make uh, tacos or nachos, I'll take a jar of salsa and I'll throw it into the meat while I'm cooking the meat. Oh, okay. So you get that salsa Same flavor. effect, yeah. yeah. I guess so. Well, it's all going into the shell anyway. It doesn't right. matter. All going into your pie hole at the end of the day. Ramen noodles. I don't know that I've ever, if I have, it's been very rare. I know it's a staple for university students. But ramen noodles, someone said they drain almost all the water, so it's just the noodles. They only leave enough water to mix in the flavor packet. Well, doesn't it, isn't it like um, microwavable, uh, any kind of pasta? Like, doesn't the noodle, when it cooks, suck up all the water anyhow, so there's barely any water left when it's done? 
Right. I don't know. Have you made ramen noodles? Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't suck it all up like that. There's still a broth that goes oh, along with it. Yeah. Right. Uh, someone said they barely mash potatoes. They they like it to be a lot more chunky, I guess. And someone else said they prefer to leave the skin on. I'll I'll take mashed potatoes either way. I will say either leave them really chunky or mash them completely. Because sometimes I don't like the texture of feeling the little bit of unmashed potato in there. Gotcha. It's kind of like, hey, what, what, what is this? All yeah. of a sudden I got to chew? <laughs> a bug in here? Uh, French fries, most people like them nice and crispy, but someone said they prefer them undercooked, and so they stay floppy and a little raw. I remember as a kid, I don't know if this is a British thing, but my mom used to peel potatoes, cut them up into chunks, salt them, and my sister and I'd eat them raw. Raw potato? Raw potato. It was fine, as far as I remember. Right. Well, she overcooked everything anyhow, so at least this seemed like... <laughs> the one thing you would food. want overcooked would be a potato, yeah. wouldn't it be? I don't know. It tasted pretty good, or maybe I just loved inhaling the salt, which is probably more the case. Um, breaking spaghetti in half. That's right. Any pasta professional will tell you not to do that. Right. Of course, it's harder to do the swirl, and, and that's a real technique. You don't see a lot of people... Being able to do it properly. There's a whole thing about the, you know, the spoon in one hand, the fork in the other, getting that spaghetti on there, giving it the great twirl so it all wraps around the fork. Mm -hmm. You know, people, I see people fight with, I see people with forks and knives cutting it up to try to eat it. But I mean, uh, even the Italian way, there's so many different variations on that too, Mm. right? Like you're supposed to, I think save a little bit of the pasta water for the starch, yeah. For and and add the you add the meat or your sauce into uh, that pot Mm -hmm. after you've sort of semi-drained the noodles. I think is that the way it's supposed to go. Although growing up, I think every house I ever had spaghetti in, it was just a a plate of plain pasta Mm -hmm. and a a ladle of sauce over top of it. Bravo, canned sauce, yeah. And the craft parm. Yeah. We loved it. Oh. <laughs> bring it on. Suck that in. Oh, yeah. Bring it on. I remember being so embarrassed of one of the first times my mother-in-law and Maria and her sister came to our house for dinner, and my dad decided it would be a good idea to serve up his version of spaghetti and meatballs. And they suffered through it. But I was I just, I thought, I said, Dad, you know, you, don't. You know, it's <laughs> they're not going to go, oh, my God, we got it wrong all along. This 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 drunken Irishman's figured it out. <laughs> Bra- we never knew Bravo tasted so good. Uh, now a lot of people also say they like their food overcooked or even burnt. Like for example, toast. Now I'm I will say that I like my toast to be pretty brown, not black, but okay. I like it pretty dark. Uh, people like their eggs overcooked. Well, I think that's depending on your eggs too, because if you do like sunny side up, nobody likes that film, right? That, that slimy bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I toast. I remember my grandmother. She would put it like the toaster to ten <laughs> and do it twice. Oh wow! Oh yeah. She liked it black. Like it didn't even resemble. <laughs> it was on fire. <laughs> totally, right pretty much. That's yeah. funny. And then and then there's those who like their steak well done. Yeah. That's just scary. They're criminals. Uh, so eggs, popcorn. See, burnt popcorn smells, tastes gross and smells gross. Right. Uh, again, pasta. Some like it to be really uh, soft and not el dente, as they say on the side of the box. Broccoli, for the same reason. And many say they, they don't mind a burnt hot dog. And I, I don't want it burnt, but 
I certainly like it a little overcooked because a lot of times you get like a hot dog that's on the wheel at the 7-Eleven or at the local rink, and they just feel like they've just been warmed through. That right. They haven't really been cooked. <laughs> if, you're, <laughs> if you're making your culinary decisions at a 7-Eleven <laughs> hot dog. <Excuse> Chef. <laughs> Chef Stoner. <laughs> Stop popping your pimples for a second. And can you get over here and burn my dog a little more? And uh, people like burnt marshmallows for s'mores. I don't, I, you know, I'm not that picky. I, almost all food items I, I'm fine with. Some I like a lot more than others. But for the most part, I'm good with everything. But I hate marshmallows. Hate them. Oh, okay. It's a texture thing, I think. Can't stand them. I mean, I, I don't run to them. <laughs> I won't run away from them. <laughs> you can't run away from no. them. No. You like a s'more? Like around the campfire? It seems like a lot of effort, yeah. to be honest. If yeah. someone makes me one and hands it to me, I'll have a bite. But there are many good cookies on the market that mm-hmm. replicate the s'more, and I'm good with that. If I was starving and walking through a forest, lost and confused and alone and wet and tired and angry and ready to die, and all of a sudden I bumped into a marshmallow tree, I'd keep walking. <laughs> Did you know your fingernails grow approximately 3.5 millimeters or 0.14 inches per month and your toenails grow about 1.6 millimeters or 0.06 inches per month. Okay. So your fingernails grow longer faster. Did not know that. Uh, dogs can see blue and yellows, but not reds and greens. Oh, I'd always heard they were colorblind. I wasn't sure mm-hmm. the truth to it. How do you know? I just mean, ask, just ask one. Yeah. <laughs> They'll tell you. <laughs> can you see this? Yeah. Jimi Hendrix got paid 18 grand for playing at Woodstock. That was the most anyone got. A band named Quill got paid 375 bucks. Are you kidding? How many members in the band? It's less than 100 bucks each. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they probably didn't get helicoptered in. No. No. And I mean, there was a lot of big names there, but I guess Jimmy was the biggest at that point. During World War II, the U.S. tried to train bats to drop bombs. It was called Project X-Ray. That'd uh, be a very small bomb. You would, you think, would right? think, right? But I guess a lot of them. You get a lot of bats all. Yeah. But I mean, you're not getting them to work together. To drop one big one, so a lot of little, little bombs. Yeah. And then I guess it, it's not like you get a second chance to train them if they get it wrong the first time. <laughs> it never Drop happened. it. Drop it. <laughs> All right. Get another bat. It uh, it never happened because the bat union said yes, we're, not, right. we're, not, we're not getting involved. <laughs> um, alert. The town of Alert in Nunavut is uh, the northernmost place in the world where people live. Could you imagine? And it's still... 500 miles or 800 kilometers from the North Pole. Oy. Alert. Our next radio market. <laughs> I knew you were going with that. <laughs> if the NHL could just get a team in alert. <laughs> Although the one good thing is doing mornings in alert, I think they have sunshine for about an hour a day. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the minus 75 that gets to you. That's after a, a while. Yeah, it's a chill. Bone chilling. Love to be a giant clam. Once a giant clam settles into a place and begins to grow, it stays there for life, which can be a 100 years or more. Wow. Yeah. It's a clam's life. Speaking of places you don't want to live, I guess we don't want to live in Greenland. They have the highest suicide rate in the world. Okay. I don't know why. Well, I imagine a very low population overall. So, you know. 
by per capita, it would be a, a high rate if they had a couple a year. And they must be somewhat upset because Iceland's kind of the in vogue place to vacation yes, these days. Right. And nobody wants to hop on over to Greenland. Yeah, they're probably going. I thought we all these environmentalists out there, when no one wants green, they want ice. <laughs> That's right. And like Iceland, literally burning up mm-hmm. <laughs> with a volcano going off, and people are still going to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Somewhere, I like. I know at least off the top of my head, half a dozen people who have vacationed there in the last yeah, five six years. I agree. It's crazy. I think, I think price. I don't think it's it's a. A real destination hotspot in terms of, uh, like paying a lot to go there. But it must still be expensive, like just to even get there. Yeah, I don't I, know. I don't know. It seems to be the in place. I, I haven't looked it up. No. If the NHL te- could just get a team <laughs> in Iceland. <laughs> the Reykjavik Rockets. <laughs> That's right. And here comes Lucky. The first Apple computer went on sale in July of 1976 and cost $666.66. Steve Wozniak picked the price because he liked repeating numbers. He had no idea about the satanic implications. Really? I guess he didn't listen to a lot of the number of the beast? I guess not. And uh, many will say Apple is an evil, evil company. Well, this will make working out. A lot more fun. <laughs> uh, new stuff still being uh, released at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. Workout pants that deliver electric shocks while you exercise. Oh, pardon? Why? why? Uh, I, well, we're going to see here. It's uh, kind of like uh, the uh, 2024 version of those uh, gadgets that were supposed to give you six packs by just sitting on the couch doing nothing. Oh, right. The shocks are apparently so slight you don't even feel them. They got a tiny bit of silver uh, stitched in to take the static electricity from your own movement and deliver a microcurrent to your muscles. To stimulate the glutes. I guess so. They claim it reduces fatigue by 6% and improves workout performance by up to 30%. They say it also helps your recovery uh, after your workout. See, here's that right there in a nutshell is why you shouldn't be working out. If you have to recover from something, <laughs> we recover after surgery. <laughs> And surgery's not good either. <laughs> recovery from anything is bad news. How are you recovering from your workout the other night? Well, it was forced on me. Right. I, I, I have to realize that I am not 27 anymore. Gotcha. I mean, even when I was 27, I couldn't do this kind of stuff. <laughs> I was about to ask, what were you doing at 27? <laughs> a, a very nice guy sent me a long uh, email about how he's got the same water issues in his uh, house. Okay. Split home. And how he found the issue and over three days solved it himself. He goes, it's actually really easy. You have to dig down and do this. Oh, that's where it ends for you. Oh, well, I just said to him, thank you for the advice, but I don't even know how a shovel works. (laughs) If you know anything about me, there's not a chance in hell I'm doing anything. I've got a guy. I found a guy who supposedly claims he's going to be able to solve my problem in the spring. So he's coming in with his crew. Is he a realtor? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's an arson. I think that for most of us, if you work in one place for long enough, there are days that you just want to burn it to the ground. <laughs> there are moments where you would uh, you would go postal right. uh, if uh, the opportunity was there or you had the courage to do it. Should I check the fire extinguisher now or? No, I don't have yeah, the strength right. to to lift it right now. Gotcha. Um, but uh, but there are some things that people, I guess, just snap and do in the workplace when they've just had enough. 
and uh, people were sharing some of the things they've seen. Now, oh, not all of them are, are bad. There's a lot of embarrassing moments, too, amongst coworkers, which, again, will happen. You know, you spend all these hours in your workplace. There's going to be a point in time when you sneeze and drain your nose in front of everybody mm. or drop your guts in front of everybody or... Right. You know, bring a stinky fish sandwich for lunch to work. There's going to be a day that you're going to play the fool. But uh, there are those two who just finally snap and can't take it anymore. And uh, a boss allegedly had had enough of her employees and was so upset with all of them, so pissed at all of them. She mixed her own pee into the water cooler and let her employees drink from it. Come on. No. Now, I would do that here, <laughs> except I drink a lot of water from that water cooler. So why do that to myself? Right. Now, a, uh, a doctor and nurse were supposedly uh, secretly having an affair, and no one knew until he got mauled by a bear on a rafting trip. The nurse was on the rafting trip with him and saved his life. Couldn't pull off the coincidence on that one? No, I no? guess she just happened to be there. Hmm. The bear was hired by his wife. <laughs> the bear was his wife. That's right. A uh, woman brought her daughter to work. Then a day later, a co-worker said, uh, you can't bring your daughter to work here anymore. I'm not allowed to be around children. Whoa. That's going to be my my out. <laughs> Next time I hear there's bring your kid to work day. I have to I'll cancel the day. Say to management, Doug Elliott, you know, you've seen the paperwork. I'm not permitted around children. Um, <laughs> Can we social distance to 200 yards? <laughs> the big bosses at a newspaper scolded the whole staff for spreading a baseless rumor that a manager was sleeping with the head of shipping. Then a week later, they got arrested while getting it on in a car. Wow. Well, it's not illegal to have sex in a car, is it? Why would you get arrested for that? Well, uh, I guess if you're doing it in broad daylight... In a, in a public space. So if you get caught, oh, I guess it's like, uh, what is it, lewd or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I guess right. so. Yeah. yeah, if you get caught in the Walmart parking lot at noon on a Tuesday. If they were ahead of shipping, maybe they're just checking out the package. Right. There's always an out. A freelancer at a magazine tried to get people to unionize but didn't know the staff well, so he put a list of phone numbers together and called them to say how awful the owner was. <laughs> Turned out one of the employees was the owner's wife. <laughs> I guess that freelancing gig was done. Someone at a call center used the bathroom and smeared it all over the walls. The bathroom wasn't open to the public, so it had to be an employee, but no one fessed up. That's not good. No, I mean... Why would, why would you do that? First of all, it's, <laughs> even though it's your own feces, it's still so gross. Right. I'd be, I, it would be a mix of feces and vomit because yeah. I'd be throwing up. What are you, a monkey? They'd know it was me because my eyes would be watering from all the dry heating. <laughs> a uh, movie theater manager got busted for undercharging people who paid cash. She charged them the kids' rate and pocket the rest. Turned out she'd been doing it for years and stole tens of thousands of dollars. Wow. I mean, like stealing from the company, I, I can only assume it starts at a very small level, mm. right? And then <laughs> you don't get caught, and so it just kind of blossoms. When you get to the area of tens of thousands of dollars, well, it you, must be tough at people like like casinos. Oh, sure. When you're like handing out you know barrels of cash at times, yeah. You go, my goodness. 
Yeah, and it, you've, you've heard of it, like accountants and stuff, stuff or payroll personnel who come up with a, like a ghost payroll or something, right. and they, they're, they're cutting just checks for pennies. Yeah. And just siphoning a little at a time. A little bit. A manager at a landscape company was sleeping with the owner's wife, talking dirty to her with her, his speakerphone on, and his two-way radio was keyed so everyone at the company heard it. <laughs> You're trimming the wrong bush there. <laughs> Keep an eye on your managers there, Rob Havery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, listen, it's the same with email. Like, I don't know if any, you, this had happened to me. It might have happened to you where you get involved in like a chain email or they respond to everyone in your office. And uh, years ago, uh, somebody got fired uh, from this uh, radio station I worked at. And so a guy I worked with, when it came out, you know, so-and-so is no longer with us and we wish him all the best in their future endeavors. He responds uh, to who we thought was just me. Oh, you know, I can't remember the exact words, but it was very colorful about gotcha. his dislike of this person. Right. And so then I hop aboard like the immature jerk I am. And I say this, you know, oh, yeah, like did this or that or the other thing. And we go back and forth a few times. And then one of us realizes, oh, poop. This is like an open respond to everybody. <laughs> and the person who got fired, their email hadn't been shut down oh, yet. Oh, no. So they responded in a very colorful <laughs> way to us. <laughs> Haven't had lunch with them in years. You don't say. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.